116 million working-age Nigerians, 35.5 million are employed full-time. That's 30%. I give you the context. I give you the history. I fight fake news with facts. Kayode. Let me talk. No. I will, I will let you talk. Kayode. Kayode. I will let you talk if you let me talk. Kayode. That's why more and more Lagosians are tuning in. Half a million Lagosians. 720,000. 970,000. Over 1 million Lagosians. They know that if you give me your afternoon, I will give you hard facts. No, don't Sandra at all. Going beyond the headlines and focus on the facts. I am Sandra Ezekwasili, and these are your hard facts. First hard fact of the day, 99 confirmed COVID cases from yesterday. Lagos had nine. So it looks like the third wave is uh, probably over. Probably over. But please be careful. Remain careful. Don't go out um, if you can avoid it. And if you must go out, wear your mask. Maintain your distance from people. Uh, wash your hands. Sanitize your hands. And more important than all of these things, get vaccinated. That's our second hard fact of the day. Vaccinations are ongoing. Just go to the primary health care center nearest to you for your first dose. But you have to register first. If you are in Lagos, register online first on the NPHCDA website. But for your second dose, you don't need to register. Just go back to where you got the first dose and get your second because you don't have full protection until you are fully vaccinated. I have a great show lined up for you today, starting with the big three. Let's talk about the ongoing rescue efforts at the Gerard Street collapse. Then let's talk about the Supreme Court blasting the raid on the Odili residents. And then let's talk about yet another abduction in Abuja, this time at a secondary school staff quarters. Today is Wednesday, which means we'll bring you the glass ceiling. On the glass ceiling, let's talk, uh, let's talk some more about domestic violence and income. A study in Australia found that when a woman starts making more money than her husband, the likelihood of him physically assaulting her increases. We started this conversation last week, got very interesting calls. Now we'll look at whether this rings true in our Nigerian experience and what the possible factors could be. It's uh, also Balogun and Broad Day, so we'll talk about unpaid salaries in the informal sector. It's a major problem. SBM Intelligence just conducted a study on it, and we're going to be discussing the findings with um, SBM Intelligence. Like I always tell you, uh, Balogun and Broad is the realest business show on radio. That's part of why you have made Hard Facts the number one current affairs show in the city. One million Lagosians cannot be wrong. Thank you so much for listening every month. As usual, I have headlines, business and sports updates every hour on the hour. Uh, Lagosa is back at 6.15. Uh, we also have uh, Let's Talk from Voice of America at 6.30. It's always packed right here on your number one talk station. But right now, let's start with the big three. I am Sandra Ezekwesili, Lagos, and these are your hard facts. This is the big Facts. On 99.3 Nigeria Info. Should the Lasbaka MD uh, have been suspended? 
the LASBCAMD? Should he have been suspended? Is the judiciary under attack from the executive? And is insecurity in Abuja rising? Those are your big three. Lagos, let's talk. Our first story is an update from the Gerard Street building collapse. Uh, the official death toll has risen to at least 24, but also 10 people have been rescued. You know by now that Governor Songolu has suspended Golonga Oki, the GM of the Lagos State Building Control Agency. Uh, the LA, LASBCA is in charge of making sure that every building constructed in Lagos complies with standards, right? So Governor Songolu is uh, suspending Oki pending an investigation into the collapse. But there's another layer to this. And I was talking about this with Vaughn in the newsroom before I, I got on air. Because remember that Deputy Governor Hamzat said yesterday that the building was approved for 21 stories. And that all the talk about 15 stories was false. Before his suspension, Oki had said the opposite. Oki said that the building was approved for 15 floors only and that the developers had violated that. So now, after that disagreement over the truth, Oki has been suspended. But Lagosians are asking how this is possible. How is it possible that a deputy governor and the LASBCA general manager have conflicting facts about the building permit? Who is correct? Or are they both wrong? And how can such a discrepancy occur in the aftermath of a building collapse in the middle of all of this scrutiny? Some negotiations are calling for the paperwork to be published so that Lagos can independently corroborate what the permit says. But it seems like that may not happen until the probe panel sits. Uh, speaking of which, the governor has said that uh, they're setting that up with immediate effect. You know, he said that, um, you know, they're immediately going to sit and they're immediately going to start working on stuff. Personals in their own right, and you can see the mix of the profession there. There's a town planner, there's a structural engineer, um, there's an architect, there's a builder. And there's a, there are two lawyers. One is a secretary and one sits, you know, as Emmanuel, hold on, okay. of the panel. I'll be signing oh. an executive order um, in another one hour to give legal backing to their composition so that they can start work um, immediately and turn out a, a, a report not later than 30 days. Um, Meanwhile, we're getting more information about some of the people who may be trapped in the rubble. The Punch is reporting that uh, Ola Ogunfunwa, an RCCG pastor, was working as a contractor on the site, along with 22 of his staff. We also have, um, you know, the parents and family members of some of the uh, people who we think are trapped there. And, um, you know, they're doing all they can to um, ask people to help them. Um, you know, locate their family members. But let's speak with Emmanuel first. Emmanuel Onwuka is our correspondent who has been on this story since it broke on Monday. Emmanuel, uh, yesterday when we spoke, we were talking about, um, an, uh, what's it called now? A command center of sorts, a communication, yeah, communication center, center of sorts, yes. I'm glad that the government listened and they've set that up, yes? Yes, 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 they did listen. Hmm. How's it going? Yeah, it's been going well. Uh, the the center was set up this morning, just 30 minutes before the governor arrived mm -hmm. this morning. So, yes, the governor listened and, you know, put things in place. And I'm glad the way they put things there. So you have an information desk for journalists and every other person that is interested in any of information. Mm. 
then you have a desk whereby the families can put in their um, the profiles and submit pictures of their relatives that they feel are victims of this collapsed building. Mm. Then you have a counseling desk, you know, where relatives go and they, they counsel them, you know, they empathize with them, just like that. It's you know, a, so it, I don't it, have, because yesterday we had like two persons collapse mm. here. Mm. So they just want to minimize those incidents and they have these counseling sessions for them, mm. you know, where they can just talk to them, you know, empathize with them, tell them there's, there's still hope, you know, and so on. It's almost like the government listened to you word for word because those were some of the things you suggested on the show yesterday. But how are the family well, members doing today? Um, they has been good. You know, when the governor came in here today, after he spoke to journalists, he addressed the press, he created time to speak to the family members, which is something they've been craving from day one. Hmm. So it just looks like the governor listened to our conversation yesterday and started implementing everything that we said hmm. yesterday. Hmm. Because that, those are the things that we picked out, that nobody addressed the families of these victims. Mm-hmm. They didn't address them. They just brief press and then left. Mm-hmm. They brief press and left. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it got to them. That was why they were agitated yesterday. That was why they felt like they were sidelined and they started agitating and protesting and saying the work is slow and cut. And anything, you know, they could think of at that very point in time, they were saying it out. Why? Because they feel like they were not carried along. Mm. But today, everywhere is so quiet. Everybody is just, you know, here patiently waiting the crowd control measures today is is even less than yesterday. Like you have less policemen doing them pushing the crowds, you know, away from the road. Mm. People just willingly moved to the other side of the road. Mm. You know? So there's no agitation in any way since morning that I've been here, which is a very clear difference from what happened here yesterday. I sent videos, I sent pictures of people agitating, people angry. Mm. You know, family members really angry and they're about to take laws into their hands mm-hmm. and start fighting and confronting police officers and soldiers mm-hmm. and um, army officers here at the site. Mm. But today has been so quiet mm. because of the way in which things were handled. So the help desk first, then the governor created the time and answered at least two family, two family members who had questions, mm. you know, about this um the process hmm. of getting reaching um their loved the remains of the loved one mm-hmm. assessing the remains of the loved one mm-hmm. and also to know if their relations were among those that are currently being hospitalized hmm. so the governor reeled out the name of the six persons that are currently receiving treatment that have you know spine injury hip injuries and also have one of their um, i think an ankle injury mm-hmm. about there are about six of them. Mm-hmm. The governor called their name, mm-hmm. and the family members are aware, okay, these six persons are alive. Mm. Now they are preparing themselves for the next, you know, phase of things that, okay, it might or it might not be. They might not be alive anymore. You mm. know, they, 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 it, it gives them a measure of closure. Mm. It gives the family a measure of closure mm. so that they can start preparing their mind towards these things mm. instead of just 
been left uh, endlessly. You know, but but is the but but, but are the rescuers or the uh, com- is the command center, NEMA, Red Cross, any other persons who are in charge there? Are they giving us any further indications that they may be able to find a few more people who are still alive? I didn't get that. The rescuers, the people who are there, the command center um, um, chiefs, NEMA uh, and LASEMA, the everyone who's working to rescue people, are they giving any indication that they are hopeful that they will find more people alive? Um, actually, no. Um, you see, the governor came in and every information rested in the hands of the governor. Right. Uh, we've not been able to assess the NEMA Red Cross ever since. However, you see, to know if there is still hope, mm-hmm. they've been popping in oxygen and then um, spraying water over the debris oh, okay. just to give, you know, that measure of strength to anybody that, that is still alive. alive. Okay. So what they are doing is that they're citing the situation of the, I think the last building collapse in Lagos, before this one, the last major building collapse in mm-hmm. Lagos, where a, a two-year-old child was found like three days after yes so they're giving that instance to the relative of these victims and telling them that all hope is not lost yeah just keep your calm mm-hmm. there's nothing we cannot do mm-hmm. we're going into the religious and spiritual side now but it's required right now because right now it's all on god anybody that can come out alive this place it's it's god it's going it's to be a sheer just, miracle. Probably just take a job as a pastor or something. Emmanuel thank you so much uh, for the fantastic work you're doing. Stay safe out there. We'll get in touch again to see how things are going, okay? Thank you very much, Sandra. Lagos, let's talk, shall we? Uh, that's uh, updates we've brought your way from Jared Street. Uh, we'll bring you more as we get them. But what do you think about um, what you've heard Emmanuel say? What do you think about the suspension of Golongo Oki? What do you think about the fact that he and the deputy governor have said conflicting things about the building permit? Women, call me on... Well, that number is still down. Uh, our service providers, please work on this phone as quickly as you can. Thank you very much. You're shutting down 53% of our listeners. Thank you very much. Uh, but yes, uh, we have one number for men and women to call in through. 0700-993-993-993. You can also share your thoughts via WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. We're streaming live on Facebook. And if you are watching us right now on Facebook, I'm about to play you something that uh, broke my heart when I watched it the first time. He come here for biscuit. Please, for God's sake. He flew to this country on Saturday for a wedding at Abuja. Then he came here to have a meeting with the developer. Oh, please, oh, please, oh. I need God, thank you. Please, oh. Please, oh. Anybody that find Anybody that find him, please help me for God's sake. It's only visit oh, just yesterday. That is the end of the show. Please go. Oh, Nigeria help me oh, the whole world help me oh. Help me oh. Help me oh. It's just my visit oh. That is the contact address, please. I don't try to share it to anybody, please. Please have mercy on me. No, capital, no. 
officious a visitor to the developer. That is just all. That is just all. They met in Abuja in the wedding party on Saturday. The developer asked him to come and see the site he's working in. Oh, God. Oh, oh, you said me showing it on the television. 99.3, hello. Yeah, Auntie Good to have you on the show, sir. What's your name? Good afternoon. This is Mr. Frank. Welcome, Mr. Frank. Yes, I called you, but I heard when a man said that the governor have a listening ear to some people. I like that. That impressed me. And um, the the argument, if the work was approved by 15 stories or 21 stories by the deputy governor and the, the whatever Bola Hauhu, I don't think that the deputy governor will be lying. And are, we, we get to know the truth for these two people. And I don't believe that the government will give order. They do this in 15-story building, and an individual will violate it. Even if they are doing it, people are still seeing it, that this thing was approved of 15, and it's 17, 18, 19, 20 now, and government will keep quiet. And Sandra, I don't know if you are getting me. I'm getting you. <laughs> so, because if government give law in this country, or in this state, Last time people wanted to protest, they said no. And they bring police, they bring everything to use for, to stop that thing. So for them to tell us 15 story, 21 story, let them tell us the truth. And the truth now is not what we want. Let God help us. Let those people inside there, let them come alive. If there is any how, because this is getting tired, I am not getting myself. I don't know anybody here, but I'm not getting myself. Because this is shocking everybody. Please. Let us stop lying to us in this country. Let us stop telling us the truth. Nobody will die if we talk the truth. Please. All right, and Frank. Oh, sorry about that. I thought you were done there. Thank you very much for calling us. 99.3, hello. Hello, yes. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. What's your name? Yes, my name is Dari. Hi, Dari. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, the guy that is suspended, I think he's supposed to be sacked, supposed to be jailed because... Um, Nigerians, our government officials, they don't value life. Mm. They don't value life. Buildings have been collapsing ever since. People, people, they've not paid attention to people's life in this country. It's supposed to be jailed because they don't allow people to build. They don't monitor. They don't supervise every project that is being done. The guy's supposed to be jailed. Now, and our governor is, uh, well... I'm just so sad. I'm I'm so sad, and I pray for every family that have lost their loved ones. I I wish them the best. I, I don't know. I'm I'm sad actually. I'm very sad. Thank Dar you, Dari. Thank you very much for calling us. Ninety-nine point three. Hello. Good to have you on the show. What's your name? Albino. Albino, welcome. You know, I was speaking yesterday. I said, if you check very well, you see that one of that. Please, maybe a high profile politician. They don't want to tell us. All they are telling us is just rounding the clock, rounding the clock at the end of the day. You know, Nigeria groups, we brought them to groups, we brought them to groups at the end of the day. 
They will sweep everything under the carpet. See how people check very well now. You see that people that lost their life will be more than 100. But they will not tell us. Keep on hiding. Thank you. All right, Abino, 99.3. Hello. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. What's your name? Yeah, my name is Kola Wale Bangushe. Welcome. I'm from Mkoyi, Lagos. Welcome. Yes, sir. I'd like to join the Sandra show. Yes, you are live on the show. You're talking to Sandra now. Oh, Sandra. Oh, good to talk to you. Good actually, to yes, mm-hmm. I actually watched, I actually was there when the deputy governor was speaking yesterday. Okay. I listened to him and I heard everything he said. Mm. And also, too, I heard him say clearly that um, the state government found some defects on the structure, though it's a 21-story building, as he said. Mm. But I thought it would have been appropriate for them mm-hmm. if they could take down the entire structure instead of correcting a 21-story building while it's still standing. Mm. I mean, correcting a 21-story building while it's standing won't give you anything. Mm-hmm. The building should have been taken down entirely and a new structure started from ground. Because ordinarily, if a structure is... 15 floors or 16 floors, as the case may be, mm. and they're not trying to correct it. It's what? Some other piling from an existing structure or what? Mm. So there seems to be a major um, hidden some information that we, we really couldn't get. For the Rabascal guy, maybe, yeah, he, he insisted actually that the story, the, the approved plan was 15 story. Mm. And that seems to be, look like for others too. Mm. So to be, make it a uniform building, 15 mm. floors for each of the three. Mm. Then in 23, among them, sounds a bit awkward. Mm. Very good, six, but I mean, it's so sad. It's so sad. I've been there. I left there about um, 40 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And the story is still pathetic. It is. Thank Very you so much for calling us. Well, uh, we will wait for the outcome of the uh, probe uh, uh, the, from the panel that uh, the governor has set up. So we'll wait for the results of that probe and then of course we'll take a look at it let's take a break when we come back let's move to the invasion of the house of the orderlies is the judiciary under attack from the executive not to worry you can still talk about our first story i'm sandra ezekwesili this is nigeria info 99.3 i'm sandra ezekwesili it's 3 30 right now you're listening to the big three on hard facts or 99.3 nigeria info now of course the raid on the home of Justice Miriam Dr. Peter Odili is one of the biggest stories this week. And now the Supreme Court has issued a press statement in support of its member justice and criticizing the executive. Let me read some of it. Quote, we, were, we are alarmed at the news of the unwarranted and despicable raid on the official residence of one of our senior justices in the Supreme Court, Justice Mary Peter Odili, on Friday, October 29, 2021, in Gestapo Manor, end quote. So the Supreme Court is comparing the actions of the security agencies to Nazi Germany. Let me go on. Quote, the attack unfortunately depicted a gory picture of war by some armed persons suspected to be security operatives representing different agencies of government who seemed to have come to kill and maim their target under the guise of undertaking a search whose warrant was questionable and baseless. We're deeply saddened and taken aback by this uncivilized and shameful show of primitive force on an innocent judicial officer that has so far spent several years of her productive life serving the country she calls her own. We wish to make it abundantly clear that the Nigerian judiciary is the third arm 
of the government of the Federal Republic of Nigeria and should be respected and treated as such. We have had a full dosage of this fusillade of unwarranted and unprovoked attacks on our judicial officers and even facilities across the country. And we say it loudly now that enough is enough. End quote. Now, I read that and, you know, the question that popped in my head was, well, what does the Supreme Court mean when it says enough is enough? What do they intend to do? And they answered my question in the next part of their press statement. Quote, we are not lying in law on this dehumanizing treatment meted to one of our own. We've commenced a full scale independent investigation to unravel the true masquerades behind the mystery as well as the real motives behind the whole imbroglio. Similarly, we call on the Inspector General of Police to rise up to the occasion by carrying out a discreet investigation and make his findings known to the Nigerian public with a view to bringing the perpetrators to justice as quickly as possible. The Nigerian judiciary cannot only bark but can also bite. End quote. Hmm. The Supreme Court has come out swinging, looks like. They'll conduct their own probe and they want the IG to do the same. And they're threatening to bite the executive. Now, this is not the first time that we've seen friction between these two branches of governments. Uh, back in 2016, if you remember, the SSS raided the homes of various judges and the judiciary was not pleased at that time as well. Supreme Court seems to view this orderly raid as a continuation of what they call an attack on the judiciary. Do you agree? Do you agree that this is an attack on the judiciary? Zero seven zero zero nine nine three nine nine three nine nine three. Everybody call that number, men and women, because our 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 line for women isn't working at the moment because our service providers, um, you know, haven't fixed it yet. We do hope that they fix it as soon as possible. But yes, there's WhatsApp as well. WhatsApp is oh eight oh nine five nine seven five eight oh five. Uh, you can talk about the first story if you'd prefer. From the first story, uh, we uh, brought you some updates, one of which was um, the comments from the deputy governor and from Bolongo Oki. So my first question from the first story was what you thought about the suspension of Bolongo Oki. Um, what about the fact that he and the deputy governor have said conflicting things about the building permit? Oki says it was 15 floors. Deputy governor said it was 21 floors. And after that, Oki was suspended. 99.3, hello. Good afternoon. Good again. afternoon. What's your name, sir? Again, Obaino. Oh, again. Okay. How did you do it? Welcome back. Yes. The attack on judiciary. Mm. You agree it's an attack on the judiciary? It has, it has been like that. Especially since this government took over. They don't respect judiciary in any way. Okay. At all, at all. So, what I want to highlight here is this. I don't know who is sitting in charge of this country because when first thing happens, the president will tell you that they are not aware. And somebody somewhere will give that order to go and do that. But the president will deny they don't. You know I'm, I'm saying this now. Last, I think last month, <coughs> last month, are you getting, are you getting me? Mm -hmm. Last month? Yes. Um, the matter to the general state is a state of emergency. And the presidency denied that they don't they are not aware of it. This one again and, and this attack on Hadley. The presidency have said that they are not and I'm, 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 I'm part of that uh, presidency. 
I'm not mistaken. So let them do proper investigation to know who is really in charge of this country. That give what that one the presidency will not die away. Thank you very much. All right, Abino, thanks for calling back. Ninety nine point three, hello. 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 Thank you for calling. What's your name? Yeah, my name is Charles. Hi, Charles. Good to have you on the show. Hello. Hello, Charles. Good to have you on the show. Go ahead. Yeah, good afternoon. Good um, afternoon. Sandra, I have another perspective to this. Okay. Okay. Um, I want to believe the justices are actually reaping what they have sold. Okay. Because uh, elections are no longer being held in Nigeria. We have justices, courts that are now imposing politicians on Nigerians. Hmm. They are the ones supporting these guys to get to government. As a matter of fact, you know how many Nigerians that EFCC goes to their hotel to just open their doors unaware. Innocent people. The judiciary is no longer the hope of Nigerians. So I want to believe the judiciary is not, is not part of the executive. They've abandoned Nigerians, and now that this is happening to them, they are shouting left, right, and center. I don't pity them, unfortunately. They're part of the problems we have in Nigeria. And as long as they are still there, they are, this problem will continue. They need to search themselves, too, and do the needful. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much for calling. 99.3, hello. Hello. Thank you for calling, sir. What's your name? My name is Darlington. Darlington, turn your radio off, then continue. Okay. Is it okay now? Just turn it off. Is it okay, Sandra? Go ahead. No, no, no. Turn it, it off. Turn your radio off. I'm going to hang up if you don't turn it off. It's okay. Aha, uh-huh. go ahead. Sandra, mm. you see in this country, mm-hmm. this man, if you dig deep, you discover that Abu Malami's heart may be inside this not shameless invasion of the Peter house. Because that Abu Malami, he has been a problem in this country. He never knows that he's going to find himself in that position. He never knows. And that's why he has been beaten arrogancy. He has been all kinds of stupidity. All right. Let's be very careful with our language there. Uh, apologies for that. Let's go to uh, uh, Facebook where Veronica Anine says the LASBCA and all staff connected with approval and site oversee or supervision should be sacked and prosecuted. The owner of the building should also be prosecuted and the land confiscated. The deputy governor, too, should be queried. There's a sharp practice involved here. Veronica, thank you for your message. Kukoyi uh, says uh, this is a country that there's no consequence for any wrongdoing. Now, like this, we go they live. Uh, Love Agam says, Sandra, because of deception in Lagos State, the blood of innocent citizens will go after the lawlessness. No blood is small in God's eyes as they cry out. All right, Love from Ojodu with that message. OC is calling us. OC, where are you calling us from? Hello, OC? I think your mic is muted, OC. Unmute your mic. Okay, I guess he's not there. Well, he'll call. He give us a call back. Let's come back to the phone lines. Ninety nine point three. Hello. 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 All right then. Ninety nine point three. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. Hello. Good afternoon. Hello. Good afternoon. What's your name, sir? Hello. Hello. Good afternoon. What's your name, sir? Yeah, my name is Engineer Toby. Welcome, Engineer Toby. Yeah. You're live on the show. You're talking to Sandra. Go ahead. 
Good afternoon. Good to have um, you on the show. I'm actually um, a civil engineer. Okay. Um, what happened is that concerning this lab car GM, mm. GM that was that was actually suspended. Mm-hmm. Um, my boss was telling me this morning that the owner of the building mm-hmm. is actually um, a cousin to a very popular politician in Nigeria. Okay. And I can tell you that Lagos State, because for the GM to say the building is was approved for 15 floors, mm. why Lagos State is now trying to cover it up. I can tell you that Lagos State is trying to cover the, the owner of the building up. Yeah, I can tell you that. Do you have proof of this? Yeah. Do you have proof that they're trying to cover this up? No, I, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Uh, so, I'm just, I'm just so, saying. so, so, if you can't prove it, then you can't tell me that they're trying to cover it up. You can yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't prove it. But I'm mm. telling you that from from a source, the legal state is trying to cover up um, the the owner of the building. Yeah. Well, well, if you can't prove it, I can't let you repeat it because that's the thing. I mean, you, you. You you simply have to be able to prove what you're alleging, or you know, don't say it. At least not in public. You can you know talk about it in the house with your friends or over phone calls, but on air with over one million Lagosians listening, you can't say something that you cannot prove. If I hook you now, say, oh, yeah, bring proof. Can you bring proof? That's what we try to do on the station. We've got Ima uh, who says, Sandra, this is where the level of corruption in Nigeria is taking us. Suspending the boss is the right decision. In fact, you should be sacked, not suspended. Why I said corruption, it's because these people, when they collect money, they don't go to site supervisors to cross-check what they are using or what they paid for. They only go there and collect money and go back home, nothing else. Ima, thank you for your message. Let's speak with, oh, well, the call has ended. The call from OC, that is. Um, okay, we have a message here. I believe Mr. Oki is correct. There's a, a copy of the approval for, uh, this is a copy of the approval for block A, B, C, and, hmm. So this person sent me a very interesting document that's that has um, the Lazra number. It has the physical, it's a physical planning permit it carries the date um 9th april 2019 i'm looking at it at the moment but i'll have to look at it in detail um later on but this is a very interesting document that i'm looking at all right thank you very much for sending it to me you didn't leave your name uh but thank you so much for sending this document my way i'm going to take a a a better look at it and um distill it into information that i can share but yeah, more messages here on uh, WhatsApp. We have this one from, you didn't leave your name, but you say that um, Nigeria is a hypocritical position. What? Or Nigeria as hypothetical position as given by a friend. I, I don't understand what you're trying to say. But thank you for calling in to say it. 15 or 21 stories. Does it really matter? The bottom line is the building was erected with substandard materials out of greed. It's just sad. Yemi says. Yemi, thanks for your message. Let's take another call. 99.3. Hello. Hello, Sandra. How are you? I'm very well. Good to have you on the show. Oh, okay. Uh, I just want to comment on the Koyu building. I I think the whole building... uh, Infrastructure is out of policy in Nigeria. I need to be overhauled right now. 
if you look at the, for example, we're talking about Ikuyi now, mm. come to Orchard Road, mm-hmm. see what the developers are building there. Mm. They block all the canals and turn into to, uh, building property. Mm-hmm. You know, and legal state officials will come and look at it. They'll just collect money and go. And five, ten years down the line, you see what will happen there. Come to watch it, you laugh here, G as the quarter at end. You see what the developers are doing there. Mm. Substandard material being used, look at the way they're building the house. Within two months, the house is standing. Mm. You know, that's what you get in Lagos. I think the government should do something about that. That's my contribution. Thank All you. All right. Thank you very much for calling. Now, let me bring you our final story, and then we'll take calls on all three stories that we've taken a look at on the show today. Our final story takes us to Abuja, where there's been yet another school abduction. Yesterday, I told you about a raid on the University of Abuja staff quarters. Now, I'm telling you about a junior secondary school uh, Yebu in Kwali Area Council. The gunmen surrounded the school, uh, the school staff quarters. They used sporadic gunfire to keep everyone inside. Then they went in and took the vice principal. Now, as I researched this story, I found out that this was the second kidnapping at an Abuja secondary school in the past one week. There was another one at junior secondary school, Kwaita, or Kwaita. And in that one, the vice principal was also taken. In fact, the Abuja chapter of the National Union of Teachers said that gunmen have been targeting their members for kidnapping for a while now. They say they've been writing to the FCT authority and the uh, area councils, but nothing has been done so far. Now, we don't have a clear idea of how widespread this attack on teachers and schools in Abuja is, but we've seen in the past that many radicalized terror groups in the north have targeted education. I mean, Boko Haram sees itself as, uh, uh, you know, the fighter against Western education. They see Western education as its main enemy. That's why you saw things like the Chibok and uh, Bokchi abductions. We've seen the same thing happening over the last couple of years across the Northwest. The question now is... Is that the same thing happening in Abuja? It may be too early to say, but we're going to keep our eye on this. But what I want to ask you, Lagos, is how you see these kidnappings in Abuja. So close to the center of power. 0700-993-993-993-0700-993-993-993. We've got Facebook, Nigeria Info 99.3. We've got WhatsApp, 080-959-75805. Let's try OC again and see if it works this time. OC, can you hear us? Hello, OC. I think you need to unmute yourself. If you can hear me, unmute yourself. Okay. Hi, Sandra. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Where are you calling us from? Uh, um, Canada. OC, welcome. Okay. So, um, first of all, I sent a message yesterday, and I did say that um, the government is to be blamed as regards this. First of all, mm. who, um, those in charge of the building project needs to be prosecuted because, I mean, a lot of lives were lost. Um, I would always blame the government. Now, I understand that. You know, um, people say greed, and um, yeah, there's a 15-story approved mm. um, document, and then there's a 21-story approved document, whatever. 
um, I would always blame the government. So when you have an agency in charge of inspection, who creates the agency? It's the government. So if you have an approved land for building, we inspect to ensure that, you know, um, the materials being used are up to standard, the government. Who goes to monitor at different levels to ensure that, you know, what has been approved is being met, the government. Even if the gov- even if the, the, the building was sealed and they probably doesn't meet standard, who accepts the bribe for it to proceed, the government? So in total, like the government has to be blamed. Like if if there was no corruption and if different institutions in government were um, or are, are functioning and um, performing their duties, hmm without um, fear or favor, mm-hmm. without um, considering the principles of who, who is what and who is not what in the country, I don't think this would have happened. Um, I, I don't like making comparison with North America, but let's let's assume it was to be here and mm-hmm. then you're, you're planning to build something like that. Mm-hmm. First of all, for you to approve the land, you have to be sure that the soil is strong enough to you know, um, um, carry that building. And then the materials, everything has to be. So do we have standard organization of Nigeria? Are they really functioning? This is where they come in. Like they have to ensure that the materials being used are up to standard. Then talk about the contractors. Are they certified? Someone was talking about um, certification and certification. You know you know how to do it or you're certified. But then if, if certificates were, um, um, uh, how would I put it now? If certificates were with something to hold on to, then that would have happened because we, we, like the contractor would probably have probably 10 certificates. Mm. But see the mess we're in right now. Unlike here, like you have to be licensed. And if, if someone comes to you and says, oh, I'm a licensed contractor, you would take him for that. Like, you know, he he's really you licensed know, you know and he's he, doing. he knows what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if, if, imagine our university system where you, you can easily sort yourself and get your good grades. So how are we sure that whoever is in charge of that project has the right knowledge or the will without to, you know, carry out the project? Again, the government, because who gives out the licenses to contractors? Government mm-hmm. institutions. So all fingers point back to the government. Government creates policies and they have to follow through, like they have to properly implement these things. Mm-hmm. You don't expect citizens to just wake up and then start behaving normal. Mm. No. Like they have to be a working system that forces them to, you know, be normal. Why do you think that the same Nigerians who or some Nigerians who are um who who, who, who try who try to break the rules back home and then the moment you find yourself in a system like Canada or the US mm. or the UK, you mm. just adjust why? Because systems are in place. So it's not usually about the citizens, about the government. Don't just create policies, but follow through. All right. Thank you very much for calling, Musi. We appreciate it. We've got uh, Fortune Okolier from Festac Town on WhatsApp who says, Sandra, what do you expect? Familiarity breeds contempt. Judiciary has made themselves so cheap to the executive. Sandra, what we have is political judiciary. And this is what they will keep on getting. 
until they begin to stand for real justice, are not a willing tool to party in power. Fortunately, thank you for your message. This government, right from the onset, had no re- regard for the judicial arm of government, both national and international. I can recall the case of Sambo Dasuki, where even the ECOWAS court ruled that Dasuki should be released, citing that his fundamental human rights have been trampled upon. But the Nigerian government still did not release. With some instances of DSS raid on some judges some years back, all of this showing the clear attack on the judicial by some power mongers from the corridors of power. You didn't leave your name, but thank you very much for your message. We've got uh, more people who are sending us messages here. Uh, Sandra, the contractor handling this Ikoyi project backed out last year due to an alleged compromise of quality. Yes, I've seen that document flying around as well. Uh, but we haven't confirmed one way or the other that that document is actually legit. Let's take a look at more uh, messages that we have here. Shem says, I know lots of substandard buildings on this island. I'm still searching for legal state contact to report those buildings. I don't mind being a snitch to save lives. I think so. I think if there's a building going up around your vicinity and you think that building is not safe, it's not up to code, um, the responsible thing is actually to report. Now, of course, when you report, will the agency do what they're supposed to do or will they get there and collect a bribe? It remains to be seen. Sandra, there's really no proactive nature in most, if not all, of government. Officials reacting all the time is never a solution. Go over all Lagos buildings. They are erected with no supervision. It seems what matters most to them is money. Sit in office and collect money. Go to Okota and Wardoffing, see how buildings are built on canalways, and government officials turn blind eyes. Once owner can sort the problem solved, not minding of the future. Shame on our government and shame on our corrupt brothers and sisters who are in power. You didn't leave your name, but thank you very much for sending your message in. 99.3, hello. 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 Yes. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name, sir? Yeah, this is Bio. Bio, you've got one minute, 30 seconds. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how to talk um, concerning the collapsed uh, building. Okay. Your site is sad, um, you know, uh, event. But my take is that that Lagos Building Control Agency mm. needs, if not sacked, or if not overhauled, mm. the agency needs to be, I mean, cancelled. Try maybe do a kind of nomenclature, and that testing material. I'm giving you a personal experience. You know, their own is just to collect money. I'm telling you. I know what I'm talking about. It's just to collect. Once you pay one part of the money to the account, bring another one into their, what's it called, to whosoever. Then the next day, that red cross or whatever they used to put you out, they come and remove it once you pay the money. And you can imagine, how can they tell us at this point in time that the building was approved for 15 stories? And they are going to, I mean, you can imagine, how many they would have taken them? I mean, so built from 15 stories to 21 stories. In the eyebrow, not even, uh, what was it called? Not even Marlboro, not even Badak, not even all those. I mean, I go area like that. So it is sad. Thank you, Mr. Thank you very much for calling us. Ikechuku, you have to call us back because we are about to take a very quick break, except, of course, your comment will be, um, you know, less than 30 seconds long. But uh, we have enough time, just enough time, to take messages off of, say, Facebook, for instance. So let me take a look at what's what's happening on Facebook. Um, uh, John Owoni says, There's more that meets the eyes, Sandra. We'll never get the whole truth of this collapse. It still boils down to the premium placed on human lives uh, in this part of the world. Kudos to Nigeria Info for ground reportage. Your man on the ground is doing a great job. Thank you very much. And yes, Imanolotuka is great.
More news and information coming up. We'll be back in a moment. Lagos, uh, let's hear your thoughts on our three stories. Should uh, LASBCA, uh, the MD, should he have been suspended? Is the judiciary under attack from the executive? And is insecurity in Abuja rising? 0700-993-993-993. After the business news, you and I will have a conversation about wives who start to make more money in the family. Are they more likely to be physically and emotionally abused? There's a report that we'll be looking at from Australia. We, we looked at it last week, Wednesday. Today, we're going to look at some of the responses we got to that report. Azubike is in Orile. Hi, Azubike. It's Excellency President Sandra Ezequestle. Good to have you on the I'm show. I'm so much excited to have your voice this afternoon. Thank you for calling. So coming to the talking point about uh, the insecurity mm -hmm. that is happening in the country, mm -hmm. it shows that uh, our president is not much uh, doing what he should be doing as a chief secretary of the office of the of the country. Okay. How can Abuja be the seat of power? They will be kidnapping people every year and year, and the president is not making much better efforts to quench that kind of uh, uh, criminal act, which means that uh, every citizen in Nigeria here, their life is on, in danger, which, if Abuja cannot be safe, the other 35 states of the, the, state of the federation are not safe. The president should lift up his uh, chief security officers across the, the whole system of the different federation to be lift up their security. Not that uh, when uh, they have a crisis, the United States that they are declaring a state of emergency. Look at what is happening in Anambra State now. If you go to Anambra State, don't be like a player, they are fighting war. That is where they, they, are, they, are, they are patrolling, they are shooting everywhere. Because of the hype up and the disruption of the election that is coming, why Abuja himself is not safe. So President Mohamed Buhari should step up his game and challenge all the whole chief security of office of the security to also do their needful. So at this country will be safe. Thank you. Thank you, Azubike, for calling. We've got thirty seconds. Anonymous, do you want to talk to us for thirty seconds? Uh it's more, but anyway, it's okay, I will talk. Okay. Um, I'm a boat driver um, somewhere in Lekki. Okay. I just want to quickly say this. Um, we all should not just put the blame on the the man that was sacked. The, the last part, the, the, the boss or so. Mm -hmm. Now, he is the one that runs the office. And then he says 15 story building was approved. Mm. And those builders went and put 21. Mm. And the deputy governor is saying 21 is correct. Mm. Instead of listening to the man in charge. Mm. Now, I will blame all of them, including the governor that set them up. All right. Thank you very much for calling. Let's bring you business news. On the other side of business news, we will bring you the glass ceiling. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili on social media.